<clears throat> What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk live show. There's no doubt about it that we're live. Thank you guys so much for subscribing on YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. Thank you guys for sticking with us, doing the show. For those people that weren't watching live or waiting live, thank you. For those waiting live, thank you as well. We're going to have our guests today are from the PRN alumni, Jackie Thompson and Dave Hampton. We're going to be here talking about an event that they are putting on. And of course, it went off my screen. Fantastic. No doubt about it, it's live. That we're going to have a PRN alumni here for Chance Howard. It's called She's Always in My Hair. And, uh, the MPG and people that performed with Prince. It's moderated by Sinbad. And the panel will feature Candy Dolfer, Cora Coleman, Kat Dyson, Shelby J, Maite, and Rhonda Smith. And uh, please welcome to the show. I thank you guys for tuning in. Susan, Michelle, Veronica, Cody, Diane, Patricia. Here is Jackie Thompson and the one and only engineer extraordinaire dave hampton how are you guys doing i'm good hey happy tequila hey, day how's it going it is happy tequila how's day it going we, we, i think we need some now after, <laughs> right. after all the technical difficulties but now uh, we're gonna have it going <laughs> now for those yeah. who may not be familiar not with the engineer aspect uh jackie why don't you introduce people to who you are in the prince world Yes, uh, know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's cool. Um, I was with Prince from 96 through 2000, um, ran Paisley Park with, you know, a bunch of different people, of course, and um, part of the MPG records. Um, we did New Power Soul, there was Crystal Ball, GCS 2000, um, uh, the uh, Come to My House with uh, Shaka Khan, and yeah, and then also rave onto the Joyce Fantastic album. Mm -hmm. Worked with that and uh, helped put together the first celebration uh, in the beginning, the first one. So awesome! Yeah, so it's it cool. And Dave Hampton, for those who may not know you, for your introduction, your world when it comes to Prince and your well, other I'm background as well. <laughs> I was uh, with him from 2003 to 2010, and I handled the most of the renovation and re re revisions of Paisley Park Studios and Complex, mm -hmm. and ran that for him for that period of time, and then the LA houses as well as some of the other stuff. Yes. So I had my fingers in a bunch of things. And he's downplaying his involvement with stuff. He also helped basically redo Paisley <laughs> Park in the studios during that time in the 2000s, just like yeah. Jackie's downplaying herself as well. Like she did so many projects in such a short amount of time that sometimes it takes people 20 years to do. And it's like, you guys never had a chance to breathe when it came to print. No, it, we'll it, get that's, into true. That. that's true. And, and I forget, <clears throat> I sometimes see some of the work that I worked on uh, through the feeds, I go, oh, wait a minute, I did that, I forgot I did that. It was just, just such a uh, whirlwind, um, never sleep, just on point, and yeah. hey, what's up, Dave? 
And that's it. I mean, and then let, we're going to get to all of that. We're going to do stuff. But of course, what's going on with Chance Howard mm. and why this event yeah. is going on. And it's going to be taking place August 22nd. But Chance was in a pretty bad car accident last year. He said yeah. he was all right, but he's not as we're finding out. He's needing yeah. to help to walk again, right? Right. He's in. He's been in a... Um, uh, rehabilitation home for to learn how to walk. I mean, I didn't realize how he kept it pretty low, you know, uh, until Candy kind of, yeah. you know, put it together and said, hey, you know, he, he needs some help. And so right away we thought about it. Um, we contacted him um, and, uh, you know, really kind of started to put together a concept of how we could raise funds. And so, right. um, and so then um, the concept came up of a panel and uh, we were already mulling over doing a, a cool female performing panel. And that just like was solidified. And then I started calling people and they're just like, yes, we're going to, we want to do this. We want to, this is what it's all about. You know, you know, these panels are amazing. Um, they're informative. Uh, they're fun, but behind it all is about, the philanthropic part. This is this is what it's about. The money goes to help, uh, whatever it may be. It may be a kids program for art. It might be for sustainable urban gardens. It might be for music programs. And then we also do things for our alumni, like Rosie Gaines. And um, there's some other people that people don't know that were behind the scenes that we've helped. Uh, that we do. And, and then now we're here to uh, step up and help chance. And so this is the, you know, we're really going to get the word out and really try to push this and make this happen for him. He's such a wonderful guy. And uh, you know, he, he's going to walk again. I know he is. I know he is. So that's, that's yeah. a tough one, man, to be able to have to walk again and do stuff. Yep. Yeah. And it's you know, you just can't complain about your life, right? We're, we, we have so many, you know, even through this challenging time, we have a place we're walking, we're, you know, we're okay. You know, we're, we're all mm -hmm. right. There's so many people that aren't in so many different positions and that, that we just have to, you know, really keep that in the line and try to do what we can to help. Absolutely. And of course, with Chance be on the Musicology Tour, which was one of the biggest yes. tours of Prince's career, if not the biggest. And of course, you know, it came up um, a few, a few days ago, his part where Prince is all like, Got to hit that baseline, but I ain't got that booty. <laughs> Although some people would disagree that Prince got a booty, <laughs> but you got Chance with the booty out there for yep. uh, Beyonce's "Dangerously in Love" yep. or "Crazy in Love," excuse me. But that would just be ridiculousness, and Prince would um, have fun with Chance for sure. Yeah, you know, and I just—it's so sad to hear things like that happening to someone like Chance, who always seems so positive and just filled with a lot of love and energy. You know. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I knew uh, Chance before yeah. he even got with, you know, Prince and, and all that. And he was wonderful. And he's the same guy he was like then, you know, he's just like just a, an amazing guy. So um, right. we're going to we're going to all pull together in the community and, and do some good stuff. Yep. And you guys, you can ask any questions about anything that's going on that mm -hmm. with the event. Also for Jackie and for Dave. It's nice to see some familiar people in there. Hello, Sandra. Hello, Elaine. Hello, Honey. Hello, Virginia and Audrey. Um, hey, Audrey. Yeah. 
just all these uh, great things hey, that you doing? guys are doing. And just so people know, the event for the panel, it's going to be $10. And again, it is yeah. August 22nd. August 22nd. It'll be at um, 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, and, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. Sinbad, I don't know if, if you hadn't caught the, the other panel we just did with Sinbad mm. as the modder. He was wonderful. And it was all about Claire Fisher and the string arrangements. And we had a great um, panel on uh, from Arnie Frager to uh, David Z. Um, and uh, he just is such a fun moderator with it. He, he's so, um, so good. And uh, so uh, that's going to be a lot of fun with, uh, with that. So uh, absolutely. Yeah. And the ladies are so all of them are so wonderful in their own right and just real cool. And uh, so really appreciate them coming together to help. Absolutely. And with Candy and Cora, Kat, mm -hmm. Shelby, Maite, and Rhonda. Like I'm yeah. hoping we get we get some of them to promote on this show for sure. Well, but regardless. Yeah. I mean, it's going to yeah. be pretty cool. There might be another little surprise. We'll see what happens depending on schedule. But uh, that'll just, you know, put the cherry on top. So. Right. And you got, um. let's see here, with Rhonda, that's been someone who's just been on demand and so much stuff now with Sinbad hosting. And it seems like that may be like a permanent thing for him to do, which we enjoy yeah. and love having him on. Absolutely. Um, just makes I'm things hoping. go so much easier. De go definitely. He's, he's really enjoying it. Right, Dave? He, he seems, he told me he, he had yeah, a blast. Yeah, he really likes it. Yeah. 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 yeah so. He really gets off on it. And he's, hey, a good, he's a good person to do it because he's got just as much, uh, yeah, uh, Prince knowledge is the rest of us. You know? Definitely, and and the passion for music, and he's just the right fit. Yes, and someone's asking about someone that you guys, uh, and I was involved with that as well uh, for appearing alumni for Rosie Gaines. People are asking mm -hmm. um, for an update if we know anything what's going on with Rosie at all. She's she's um, you know hanging in there. I mean, um, and I can say this because um, Latoya, you know, had come out and talked about the um, mental health issues that uh, Rosie mm -hmm. ha has had a bit of and um, but she's uh, really gaining strides and, and, and doing doing better. So that that's uh, right. that's great news. And um, I stay in touch with Latoya all the time. So right. Yeah. Especially with diabetes. It's already yeah. a challenge. And right. you got on the other stuff. Right. Oh. You have to very be very vigilant, as you know, um, uh, and and with that, yeah. it's just other yeah. challenges that come come into play with that. And uh, but um, she seems to be doing, um, you know, better with that. So, yes, definitely. Yeah. Here, and that's always good to hear because it is a battle. Like, I'm. It, mm -hmm. People don't know. Like the first silent killer before COVID was diabetes for sure, mm -hmm. man. I mean, I'm healthier than I've been in a long time, and I test my sugar, and yeah. it's ridiculously high, and I just. I'm very confused by it, and so are my doctors. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's not a, it's not, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. So, but yeah, so she's uh, she's hanging in there, and uh, really appreciated uh, what we did, and tried to help her as much as we can, and we're gonna try to do, keep doing that for, you know, um, any anybody that needs some help. So, right, but that's the whole goal here. Cool. Should have worn my rosy shirt this time. I, right. But I didn't. Maybe for the after show. <laughs> yeah, the after show. We'll see. And so. Dave, like, what's been going on? Well, I know that you've been very um, opinionated about what's been going on with the Prince estate and the Prince world right now. 
but do you have any memory? And we'll get into that. Do you have any memories of Chance back in the 2000s? Was he at the studio at all after you were working on it or anything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I worked with Chance a lot, uh, fixing mm -hmm. his keyboard when it broke down and uh, some of the other stuff when they when they came through town and, and just just getting to know the guys. And everybody was so, so cool. And, and Chance, I really liked him just as his spirit was good. And he, you know, just... He really, he really was in there for the right reason, and that's the, all you could ask for from anybody. Is, is just to be doing what you're doing for the right reason and not be stressed and not anything. Everything was just all about the music and the shows and the betterment of it. So, you know, by the time they came through there, they had already done some shows and had some touring under their belt together as a as a company. And then coming into Paisley was just for some of them a new experience, for others it, it, it had been something they had done before, but never into Paisley fully operational. So that was the, the exchange that they got, that they could see it really running and functioning as a, a full-blown facility. And it was it was just a joy to work with the guys, all of them, you know. Right. And, uh, but with him, yeah, him in particular, because he played a select uh, group of, of keyboards and a select group of things, uh, it was more than just a board player. He was kind of one of the characters that that uh, Prince interplayed with during the show. If you got to see the right. concert, so it was really, really good. He was yeah. very funky. Um, I, he he was like yeah. on the Moog. Oh my God! Like I remember, I, I used to see, you know be, I knew him before I even went with Prince. So he, I'd go like the Fine Line and or wherever around town, Brunkers or wherever they were playing different bands he was playing in and. He was mm. just stanky funky man on 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 that Moog, and yeah. I'm sure he still is. But you know, but I used to we used to love that. So, but yeah, um, he he's he was more than just a keyboard player. So, and thank you, Dave, for that comment. I yeah. appreciate it, especially because I get a lot of hate for it sometimes uh, regarding that in the videos in my car. And Chance was uh, in Judith Hill's <laughs> music video and uh, in her band for a moment in time. Mm. So. You know, he he was back in the mix and working at Paisley for a little bit uh, before in 2015, in 2014 mm. with Judith. But uh, Chance yeah. played a big role in that Musicology tour for sure. And mm -hmm. one of the funniest photos that we saw with Afshin, and of course, if I had stuff, I'd bring it up right now. But that one photo of Prince on the motor scooter in Hawaii oh, and great. Chance getting on it and Prince's look. <laughs> like, oh, Lord. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can yeah. do those things yeah. and the, quite a character, you mm -hmm. know, that would just be showing Prince's yeah. sense of humor yet again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, Jackie, someone's asking like if there's going to be more shirts for, for Rosie or any other merchandise that may help for chance as well. That's a good question. I, I you know, we haven't really discussed um, particular merchandise, um, but that could be a good thing. Um, you know, we want to, you know, with Rosie, we'll all talk to Latoya, see how she's doing, um, and, you know, go from there, but we're, we're open to all that. So, um, you know, but any of the merchandise with, you know, the, the studio, a candles right now, or, you know, it goes into a pot. We, we've just helped someone else, uh, that most people don't know. He was in, um, doing security and bodyguard and he had, had some health issues and things like that. And, um, uh, and then we also helped a, a woman. She um, was in um, makeup and things. So you know, we're all that. All that helps. All the merchandise helps. So absolutely. 
still talking about that picture. Now, is there anything that we didn't discuss last time, Jackie, when it came to the, I wouldn't say the frustration, but maybe, um, how do I put it? The difficulty putting out the crystal ball set, whether it's through the internet yeah. and the deals with Best Buy and Blockbuster right. Music, you know, just curious about that. And of course, people, any questions that you have for Dave or Jackie and They'll let their opinions go. They're allowed to say whatever they want. It's unfiltered. <laughs> I so love go it. for it. Well, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it was, um, I knew it was a special release. You know, I came in, got, got dropped, shipped in basically into the middle of this boat that was already kind of like rolling. Uh, so the frustrating part was it wasn't able to really start it from the beginning and really set it up right. So, um, but that was a challenge that, you know, we had to um, go through. Um, one of the frustrating things I had with it too was, um, was the, uh, the fact that there was then now a Best Buy four disc release that was popped into my lap. Uh, and uh, I, I really wanted to wait I, you know, I did a memo to both Londell and to Prince about it saying, mm. let's get all of the, the special five disc uh, that people have been waiting for out first and then look, you know, go to retail that right. You know. Uh, but it just didn't work that way. So then there was, you know, to, I had to manage that, that process a bit, but. Right. And Dave trying to get my tea on here. I'm still talking with Jackie about that. Yeah. We'll get into it. Now with Crystal Ball, the truth set, because yeah. that was the thing that got the best reviews out of everything. Mm -hmm. And then some, some critics that were hard on stuff loved it. Of course, we would love when it gets to that point of it being released separately on vinyl and having its own release. Was there anything in the cards about that being a standalone release? And is there any possibly that you're aware of any videos that may have been shot for it at all? Just curious. For me, um, he mm. didn't. Uh, no. He didn't do any videos on when I was there with the truth. Um, okay. I I I was there during um, the recording of the truth during that time before it became the fifth disc. So, um, uh, but it was was he never talked about it being a standalone. Doesn't mean mm. later on he wasn't going to do it. Um, but it, it was my favorite disc. I loved it. It's one of my, it was like so different because it was all stripped down and acoustic and, um, I love don't play me. And, um, you know, just, just, it was just a cool, cool disc. That was, I was like, that is a nice bonus. Like, you know, and, right. and that I thought that, uh, you know, people slept on that one, like majorly, like that should have been its own. And I, I'd love to hear it on vinyl. So that would be. A special one and that's yeah. what so. i'm doing for when the estate is able to put that out here's hoping that they're able to put a little bit of promotion by it that's why i'm asking if there was any videos so it can help promote it just like we saw with the 1979 release of i can never take the place of your man mm -hmm. and then i just i don't know i just feel it deserves a better fate like that was one of the things i was looking forward to from the sign of the time set and it's already out there and it wasn't on the breakfast club or other things. You just had it out there and then Hollywood reporter and variety carried a digital article on it. I want to see a little bit more promotion if able to. And of course, that's why I ask if there's any videos for it. Um, not, not during my time. I don't know if it was during Dave's, if he ever cut anything, but not during, uh, right. 
yeah. No, no, never, never cut anything. And he, he never cut anything, and uh, there never was any intention of it. But I do know that he looked at, uh, particularly the crystal ball thing, as its own entity. That was its mm -hmm. own happening. Yeah, right. There wasn't anything really getting mixed with that. Yeah. Because that came at a certain time, and, and it was uh, really groundbreaking as you look back on it. That that right. particular effort was the predecessor to what everybody does now and right. it's commonplace. Yeah. So I really think that, that that's why for that reason and that reason alone, it's why he probably never looked at it as anything other than that's that's our effort beforehand. Because he he, yeah. he didn't even look at things like that, I think sometimes. He didn't even really address the prehistory that that a lot of his releases his digital yeah. releases represented. Right, because we we can look at it because we saw the the time we were in, and we saw it coming, and we saw okay they're still not here yet, and then by the time everybody gets to streaming, then he's already been streaming and doing up right, and yeah. it's like wow this is this is incredible you mm -hmm. know yeah so yeah that you know I felt really um, that that period was a very special period. Um, uh, in, in how it shaped music today, you know, it, it really, mm. the, the, that it was like the building yeah. blocks for, for it. You right. Know? And I always felt like he was always ahead, as I think I told you before, um, his, uh, head of a technology technology had to catch up with him. Right. Right. Really there. So, um, and what we were yeah. doing was really innovative. It was, I, I knew it, uh, even through all the, you know, the, you know, the uh, the struggle, you know, challenges and things like that. It still was pretty amazing, and we ended up selling a whole hell of a lot. He made a lot of money, and uh, I was I was happy and proud of it at the end of the day. Right, and such an interesting thing, especially with Crystal Ball, because that set Warner Brothers wasn't able to do what they wanted with Sign of the Times mm -hmm. with you having Good Love on it. Well, there goes having a Camille record because that was part of that. Then you have Dream Factory. So that isn't on this set. Then you even have Crucial. They had to find a different version. And same with uh, Crystal Ball. Even with Last Heart, you have these other things that they weren't able to put together. So it's like Prince was blocking in some sort of way of them being able to put together the sign of the times of the Dream Factory or the Camille sets that they wanted to put out. It's interesting if you look back at that. And that's why with Crystal Ball, and that isn't officially released yet through the estate and through Sony, even though you're not going to be getting a remaster of that till down the road. I just thought that was interesting how those things, you were not able to get the most complete sign of time package, even with 93 unreleased tracks, there's still more mm -hmm. crazy. Um, another yeah. thing that we have a question on this, do I think, do you think Prince is promoting feminism employing so many people in his band and behind the scenes, such as Susan Rogers, that can be a question for either of you. Absolutely. And 100%. So, um, yeah. For, for, yeah. Personally, um, I I always felt um, very um, appreciative of and the way that he worked with me and I worked with him. Uh, I don't. I never felt like, you know, he looked at me like, oh, I'm just this girl or female. Right. You know what I mean? I like you. Go do this. You are. You represent me. And 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 he empowered me. Uh, in, in uh, great ways as he empowered 
other uh, female musicians and other people behind the scenes. He empowered women. Um, and I think he enjoyed women being around. Um, I do. But, I'll, you know, Dave, you, how do you feel about that? I, I know I, I feel that anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think so. I think he empowered him. I think also most of the women around him that he wasn't involved with represented various uh, sides of his mother, you know various hmm. sides of what he didn't necessarily get from her he got from all these other women that were around him and it was just different aspects so he was always interesting you know trying to please them and trying to be in their favor and be the apple of their eyes so to speak and i think that's a large part of it as well i think there's there's always a psychological to everything and mm -hmm. that's part of his his thing was i think they they represented more than just what they represented. So they right. were good that they were good at what they did, but they were fulfilling something here. No. no. Technical. Okay. Hopefully oh, we can get him I'll, back I'll, on. Yeah, I'll, I'll, oh, there, there we go. There, there he is. Yes. Oh, now he's oh. got mute. Mute on Dave. Dave will come back to you on that. Figure out the mute. Mute. Yeah. But I'll 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 keep going okay. on that uh, point. Go ahead. Um, he I realized later on that he was mentoring me, um, and he, we started cutting music videos and in, in, in concerts and that, and uh, together. And then I was realizing once he figured out I had you know he, he liked what I was doing, which I didn't know what I was doing because that wasn't like my expertise. But he pushed you in there. And once that I started doing that, I realized like, you know, in retrospect after I was like, oh, he had like met, was mentoring me uh, in that in that field and teaching me in so many different aspects of it, you right. know, specifically uh, visual um, branding, all those type of things that um, uh, he was doing. So, uh, you know, I think he he liked to mentor, you know, and, and right. you had to realize he was doing it because yeah. he's not going to tell you he's mentoring you. Um, but later on I was like, huh, he had, he had done that. So. Right. That and with Dave, cool. he didn't need to mentor you. You came from background of Herbie Hancock, Miles Davis and all this other stuff, but he made sure definitely to have you involved when it came to, you know, redoing the studios of Paisley in, in the two thousands. Was that a hard process or did you come first recommended to him? You know, how did that come to be? Um, I, I came, I came with uh, as open a architecture as I could, because um, I, I didn't really know and I hadn't really experienced uh, the Prince thing and, and was not really ready for anything kind of close to what happened. I was kind of jaded and kind of like, well, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I'm not mm. taking no bullshit, you know. And and it was quite the opposite. It was very, it was very good. Um, I have nothing but great things to say because the person he showed me to be was very straight ahead and just needed some answers and and we got along really good you know mm -hmm. um, it was it was really uh, me who had the some a lot to learn because I really should have just come there with just you know just none none of the preconceived notions but again for me to be that long into my career and never have had a Prince experience was was a, a relatively strange thing too. Right. So, you know, I I I just I 
it was really a blessing for me. I, I can't look at anything and say, oh, uh, this should have never happened. No, it was supposed to happen. And every time mm -hmm. something happens now, nowadays, even after he's gone, it's proof that what we did, we were supposed to do. Everything that happened happened for a reason. And, and even though it's sorry to say he's not here, we couldn't be here without all the things taking place. And so that's Amen. that's one of the strange things that you mm -hmm. know you you, you right. go you go okay well I would never know you I yep. would never know and a lot of these things it would never yep. we would never take it on to the degree that we have if we if he hadn't have left us so yeah. you know there's there's something to be said for that you know definitely now Jackie here's a follow up somewhat of it how's it putting together the very first celebration. And they were blown away from the people that flew from all over the world. And also, let's touch base also on Crystal Ball too, how that was a uh, part of the celebration to vote on. But how was it putting that together the first time? Well, I remember um, he came to me and said, he, he started discussing this um, probably about six months before, I think Manuela was involved a bit um, uh, with him and, and kind of making this uh, germinating in his mind and came came in and so uh, it was, it made sense. I mean, he was always very active with his fan base and, and, and loved to be, uh, you know, really um, close to, to that and, um, and that energy. And so, uh, you know, he started talking about it. Um, we started, uh, you know, kind of creating what we were gonna do and I remember, going into like wardrobe and getting all these amazing, uh, you know, that were, you know, packed away uh, outfits of his to put out, um, you know, for, and just, you know, really just, it was, it was new. We, we knew we were going to have some kinks with it. Right. And we knew it was, it was going to be the first one, but I think it was so innovative in itself to mm -hmm. be able to do that. And that also he had the facility to do it. Right not only the facility, but he had the fan base to do it that would right. come. Right. And it was out in Chanhassen, which is perfect, you know, and he had a lot of nice land. And so it just was, um, it was a lot of fun kind of creating that. And it's pretty amazing to see. I was gone for the second by the second one. And, um, uh, but to see it kept, kept getting better and, and bigger and, and it's still, you know, today, you know, um, but, uh, he had, he always had amazing, um, ideas. Um, and, and, you know, this was one that, that lasted, you know, so. Right. Definitely on that one. Now I'm curious, um, how do I put it? Not only with crystal ball too, but when the thing that we got was a track track by track of what was going to happen each night, yeah. it was in a CD case. Just curious, was there ever supposed to be a CD in there or was he planning on something? Nope. No. Okay. No, it was, uh, I don't know if it was my idea to put the CD case together. We got together and did, I can't remember who did really, but I remember getting it done. I remember it just being for that. It wasn't, it wasn't going to be a CD in. And Dave, we touched base on this a little bit. So, but people are wanting to know how, Jackie, how did you meet Prince and what was the, what was your first impression? And then we'll go with that with Dave as well. Right. Well, I met him after, uh, you know, I started working there. Um, I worked with Maite directly 
uh, and I worked for 1-800-NEW-FUNK. And um, uh, really briefly, I had, um, they needed a, a phone number. I had the phone number to Sugar Blue because I had booked him in a previous uh, capacity of occupation, which is booking bands and blues bands. And um, uh, that started like, okay, who is this? How did she have Sugar Blue's number in her Rolodex? And Rolodex was back then. And so from that point on, uh, it started to, uh, you know, my, you know, my Tay would come in and say, my husband wanted to know if you, he liked my voice. Could you, could he sample it for face down? And then my husband, this, and then um, I got um, asked, Hans came in, Hans Buff was uh, engineering at the time. He came into the office and said, hey, he likes, you know, he wants you to do some of the MPG ads with your voice. you got to come into Studio B. I've got a script for you. And he wants you to do that. And I said, okay. So I went in and I cut, <laughs> cut, cut these, you know, yeah, seriously. And so then. I need to work. Yeah, I was like, okay. So I was still working. And then one day I'm walking by to do something in the kitchen and I, and I hear Jackie. And I went, uh oh, that was him. And so he was in the kitchen, and I, I went in, and um, I don't remember what we talked about, but he, that was the, the first uh, conversations we had, and from there, so. And Sugar Blue, an amazing <laughs> harmonica Sugar player. Yes, he amazing. was absolutely. So he, I think he yeah. ended up being. So he was yeah. cutting the truth, right? The the acoustic truth, and so he was in that acoustic frame of mind. And he had come down to where I was booking. I had just booked Sugar Blue six months before at the at this uh, a club called Biscuits and Blues. And he did come down and saw Sugar Blue perform, um, and um, and then left. Uh, and then little did I know, no, I you know six months later or so, I would be giving him a number for Sugar Blue. <laughs> right, craziness. Yeah. And Dave, what was your first impression? Yeah when when meeting prince and working with prince um my first my first impression was kind of surreal like i said he came walking out with his black outfit on and black gloves and it was it was all kind of slow motion out of a dream mm -hmm. and then you just followed him back through the, the the dark dark hallways to this little light which was Studio B, and that's where we 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 didn't waste much time talking, other than the the few things we said at the desk, and then it was right to work uh, figuring out a problem because the console had just uh, caught fire, and, and so it was like, okay, let's let's see what's up. You know, it really wasn't right. any time to to uh, ham and haw over uh, over little incidentals. It was like, okay, either you're gonna do something now, or you're gonna not do anything so it was it was uh you know it was you know it's cool though i i kind of liked it i kind of liked the fact that it was very straight up it was just work it was just to, let's see what what's going on and then by the time we got through getting through it together we were together and it was never any any big thing where we had to talk about anything or that it was just okay well what what do you want to do now and what do you want to do now? And, and, and we just kind of moved into the working relationship. It was very easy and mm -hmm. uh, everything opposite of what I expected. I mean, honestly expected uh, it to be quite the opposite. I can honestly say I expected it to be filled with um, uh, difficulty and, and just 
you know, just somebody who was uh, quasi egomaniacal. Not that he was not egomaniacal. He was, he was, he was very <laughs> self-assured, and I think self-assurance yeah. to some people can come off as egomaniacal. Yeah. But I, I think he was just very self-assured, and and uh, you know, I just think it was it was a, a great. Yeah, great relationship, and it was just a good time. I, I hit it at the right time, some thirty odd years later. You know what everybody else experienced in their heyday. They got to remember he was growing too. You yeah. know, <clears throat> by the time I met him, he was an old dude, and I was an old dude. So. Yeah. Still looking young though. No. Now here's a question <laughs> uh, from Cody. Is there any live footage you worked on you like to see released? And that's for either Jackie or Dave, of course, on that one. Well, I think it's out there. Most of everything that I worked on, I worked on the um, uh, Rave uh, 1999 uh, concert uh, is out. I did the Cafe de Paris um, concert. Actually, that was my concept. Uh, and... Uh, um, you know, um, working actually with a really cool publicist in England and uh, really kind of creating this like secret gig. And so um, uh, that was great. And then um, uh, the come on video was a lot of fun because we just shot a lot of B-roll and uh, that came out. Um, and that the funniest thing was this was totally like um, we I didn't even get a permit for Hyde Park. Uh, in London, downtown London, uh, we he just showed up in a limo. Uh, he didn't tell me he was going to be like dressed as an old man um, or any of it. Like, right? I just had I had uh, who was there? It was um, uh, Rhonda was there and a couple other people. Um, and uh, no, no, not 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 at the um, not oh, at, at that time. Yeah, not at the high. They were there, but um, not okay. at the park. I don't remember. I don't think so. But uh, anyway, I think we cut it in later and, and different stuff. Oh, but okay. No, you're right. They were. They popped out. They were there. Yeah, that's how blurry everything is. It's like. Uh, um, Sorry, and, blame my memory. No, no, that's cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was really a lot of fun, and no one knew who he was. They knew. <clears throat> something and they were like really curious but and he was hilarious in it he totally got into character and i like when he got out of that limo i just like died i was like on, i was like on the grass like cracking up because i couldn't even believe you know he had the little beer and he's like he, he's like doing his little walk walk yeah. so that was fun and then we um took that footage and then took all the b-roll we'd been shooting on uh during the concert um over in europe and um and and put it we were cutting the cafe de paris and then we decided to he wanted to do that one as well and i said okay and so it was him and i we did that just for fun um that was out there's some other stuff that i see you know i did his um epk for uh arista the ray of epk i i did that um that was that was funny uh he calls me into studio a um he wanted me to take a look at um what arista had done for the epk and see if I liked it. And so I walk in there and he plays it and, and I and I go, nah, I didn't really like it. I actually, I was just being honest. He says, okay, call him and tell him you're doing it. And so <laughs> that's what happened. I, they sent me all the footage. I had to go, you know, and they had to create a whole new budget. And I went and cut cut this, you know, totally other EPK. So, so right. there's, there's diff different stuff out there, but a lot of it's out there now. Um, and, but it's funny just to see it go, wait a minute, I think I did that uh that one 
Um, you know, uh, <laughs> so it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. It blurs. And of it course, Steve. Right. And I'm yeah, still doing totally. work. I mean, I'm still doing like MTV and VH1 and all the other like business stuff that had to be done. The, you know, there's publishing coming in to be approved. There's, well, you know, yeah. you know, running of the business, this business, including touring. And then, oh, right. I, oh, by the way, we're cutting like videos and stuff. So it was, so sometimes I go, really? Did I, who is, okay. Just kept putting more and more <laughs> on your plate each time. Yeah, yeah. You can handle it. Here you yeah. go. And of course, with Dave, you had on um, the Musicology right. DVD, yeah. Palace Auburn Hills, that has been released. Anything else aside from that that you know that that's there that hasn't been put out or things that you would like to see? Um, yeah, there's there's a bunch of little shows and a bunch of bunch of uh, stuff that was done. You know, even after he when he did his stint in uh, Minneapolis, we had after shows there at the park, and we had mm -hmm. yeah. time there. We had we had a we had a good complement of people there that were from the past and it was just the right time and the right makeup because everybody was in the celebratory friendly attitude there was no animosity anywhere and nobody was was regretting anything at that point you know right and so it was really good good times things like that i wish that they would get to see i got to i got to see the time and give them a tour of what what had gone on and hmm. what we had done because that was the first time that other people were allowed to see the progress we had made because Paisley was officially open then. And so, but this is the first time anybody in the creative world around him got to see what he was now working with. So it was a interesting, an interesting time to say the least. You know? I remember when I came on that, the tour to see it, um, Dave, when all the, uh, mm. the uh, editing suites had finally been put in because we were doing so much editing um, and spending so much, you know, it was like you need, we needed to have <laughs> an editing bay in Paisley. It needed to be there. I mean, cause we were going out to yeah. farm, you know, going yeah. out to all these different uh, editing facilities. Um, and uh, then to see it in there was really yeah. cool because, you know, when we did um, the uh, rave uh, concert, the, you know, kicking in the celebrate, you know, 2000, um, the, uh, the director was there and we were editing literally at Paisley, um, the footage after it was, uh, was cut. So, and literally, right. um, up until like right before, like literally eight hours before it needed to be uploaded to satellite, we we're putting in, uh, all the credits to it. And then, um, I, yep. yeah. Yeah, and I hopped on a private jet, flew to New York and handed it like 50 <laughs> minutes before deadline. And yeah. they're freaking out, they're blowing my phone up. They're blowing my phone up. You know, it was crazy, but it was, we got it done. So it was great for the paper. Yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. By the time we had, by the time we had put that, that edit bay in there yeah. for videos, we were trying to just get it. So he would not go back to that old raggedy Abbott system. Right. He owned. he owned this old raggedy Abbott system. And every time, he wanted to, to to edit a video. It involved finding somebody who was bold enough to come. And then <laughs> they would come, they would get started. Inevitably, the system would break Crash, or have right. an update. Yeah. And I'm like, man, screw this. Final Cut is here. Let's do this. So I yeah. just, 
ejected it out. And a couple of times I had to do that. Or I had to just, you know, put my job on the line and say, we're going to move ahead to some new technology because it just did. It did, didn't make sense for us to, to hang out there waiting for that system to, to work because it never was going to work. Right. You know, craziness. Here's a question for both of you. People want to know, do you think that yeah. he would want the celebrations of Paisley Park to continue? Wow. Um, I, I think he would. I think he was, I, I, he was planning on it before he <laughs> passed. Yeah. But I figured, um, have you yeah, guys, I mean, I, you, know, I, you know, for me, I, I don't like to speak for what he would like or what he wouldn't right. want. I mean, don't, you know, but yeah, it sounded like he was getting ready to, um, to have the, that. And he enjoyed that. And, uh, I'm sure he wants, I, you know, would want Paisley to be, you know, active and creative. And I, I, that's what I would, I would think, you know, that he'd like, you know, that's what it was. It was a creative haven. I, I'm sure he'd want, want, would want it to stay that way. So. I think it. I I'd love to see a hybrid. Yeah, I I'd think love, so too. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, I'd like. Yeah, I'd like to see a hybrid of of you know the yeah. the celebration and also uh, it being really used creatively, you know, in its full capacity. So. Yeah. Any ideas of what you'd like to see, right. Dave, I going forward with celebrations? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I, I think I'd like to see more uh, inclusiveness of of just every era of people that were around and are still around. Um, you know, it helps when they have things that are related to the, the flashpoints, up, I'll call them, you know, your flashpoints being, um, you know, Purple Rain and, and, and all these milestone pieces that everybody points at. But the, the, whole, the whole career mm -hmm. ride is, um, one that you have to really be able to really loud and talk about every aspect and people yep. are still alive from all those eras mm -hmm. people who were in the control room with him people who were in the studio with him and i think it's important just as much as it is on the make the music side as it is on the other side of what was going on because they still were whittling down their numbers there weren't the great numbers of people that they had in the beginning but they were still key personnel and they still were doing what they were doing in a way that there were nobody else was, and it still was functioning and doing what it was was there to do, which was promote what he was uh, his art and yep. what he was thinking about. So I think that 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 there's every era deserves the the proper stance, not just Purple Rain, not just you know uh, Sign of the Times and the things that normally get louder, but everything. I agree. Because everything is important, you know. Everything makes it, it total. It, you know, it make, it's it makes it who he is. It's not one yeah. thing that defines him, uh, in, in my in my opinion. And yeah, I, I saw Ron, yeah. and she said that she hopes Paisley Park is around for generations. I, I do too. I mean, that's that's the goal, you know. We're you know, and the key is um, connecting with younger um, uh, people. And, and younger musicians and keeping that that going because you know we already love what he he did and, and his music and everything we have to keep that going um, for the younger generations because that's the only way it's going to be around so um, and um, I think there needs to be thought uh, into that 
and how to really kind of um, strategically plan it in the right way and um, and move it forward. So. Right. <clears throat> now someone's asking this one with Prince being nocturnal, was it hard for you guys to adjust your hours to be able to work with him? <laughs> for me, no, I, I started as a, what? Um, I started as a being musician. nocturnal. Yeah, being like uh, didn't sleep. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, I you know, it it was well, I was young. <laughs> I don't know if I'd answer that question there. Like, uh, I'm not getting up and like whatever. Uh, but uh, back then, it was exciting, and I was young, and I could, and I had, um, I started as a um, musician, so I already was. It was just my schedule was just like what it what, you know, it, it didn't bother me. Uh, for me, right. it might bother other people, but it, it was really comfortable for me. Um, and uh, I think that's what worked, you know, for the time. Now, could I keep up with it forever? No, you know, I, I you couldn't have had, uh, you know, a kid, uh, you know, you know, that type of thing. There's like no way for that kind of pace. But um, but right. it perfect for me at the time. And it, it didn't bother me. We were rolling, man. I, I went uh, without sleep for a week. Um, when we were, and literally, I'm not, I, I kid you not, not one, and we were over uh, doing rave uh, um, uh, with BMG overseas. And so we were doing, um, uh, you know, in the mornings, we do the, um, the TV shows, uh, he do um, his rounds, top pop, all that stuff. And then he'd do a concert and then he'd do an after party or he'd want to go to a party. And then we were on to the next city. So it was like, I remember I, I, I was like, oh my God, like I've gone with like six days without sleep, you know? So it was like, a little, little dangerous at that point, but you know, I, I, I lived. So. And Dave yeah. for you with his, yeah. with his weird hours. Um, weird. No, I mean that you sign up for it. You sign up for it. That's yep. right. That's what you have to do. Now, could I do it today? No, I couldn't do it today. Um, I'd have to do it a different way today, but, but for them, for then I was down for it. You know, if I say yes, I gotta, I gotta live up to whatever the, the duty calls. And that right. particular one was, you know, you had to, you had to be up for it. Yep. Amazing. Now here's an interesting question. Oh, sorry about that. This one, what is the biggest lesson or lessons you both learned from, uh, your time with Prince. Mm. Don't fear. Don't, <laughs> Don't fear, fear any. Yeah, not to fear. Wow. Um, to to go go yeah. for it and not to worry what people think. Uh, not to worry what think people think about you. You know, and and um, and I li I still use that today. I'm not fearful whatsoever. And in, in what I choose to do, something let's go for it. I'm not a uh, afraid to fail. I think that's the thing. Hmm. If, if you're afraid to fail, then you're fearful. Yeah. You're going to fail at things. And, well, we don't and look at it as failure. Because no, it isn't. Yeah. Because it's a, a yeah, learning experience. Okay. So it didn't work that way this time, right? So yeah. how do we create a solution for so the next time it gets better mm -hmm. or, you know, we can create different things? So that's that's what I learned from him and took from that. So. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I said same here. We don't, we don't really look at it as failure. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother gear you find when you're, yep. you're working with guys like him. And that's, 
that uh, you're trying to outdo yourself, really. You're trying to outdo whatever you did last time. Yep. You're trying to be as consistent and as uh, reliable, and, and you're just looking at all the upsides, and you never really take notice of negatives or things that happen because you're operating on such a high level yep. that you're you're really just trying to outdo whatever the last thing you did was. Yep. You know? Completely agree. Now we have a, this is a good question. Does his work ethic still continue to have a significant influence in your career today? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Part of the reason yes. why we're not, we're not what part of the reason why we're not worried or we're not uh, the typical COVID conversations because we're working all the way through COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the reason is because we have that work ethic that, mm -hmm. that we, he helped instill in us. Uh, to where we know we have something to offer through everything, through everything that's going on. You know? It's just, it is true, because that's something Jackie, you and I were talking about the other day, that even with COVID going on, we're still crazy busy as ever. Yeah. You know? yeah. Just yep. we yeah. wire differently, yeah. for sure. Now, this is an interesting one. Mm -hmm. uh, Dave, straight for you, could you talk about those mobile units that you helped uh, facilitate recordings anywhere in the world he needed to work. Mm -hmm. um, well, thirty-one twenty-one, the studio died uh, on the on the back of a truck during um, uh, what is it, musicology tour, I believe. Took mm -hmm. a dive, and uh, but I I still have doubles of everything that I built him. So you know, there's talk of repurposing and. And you know, if somebody wants to to uh, fund it, I guess we could rebuild it and present it to a museum or something. But um, that 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 was the purpose for third Studio Thirty One Twenty One was to be able to record him anywhere where he was, because uh, we were finding that the studios weren't always available, and he wanted to instantaneously do something. So the easiest thing to do was to have a studio to travel with him that in five minutes could just turn on and you'd have the power of Studio A at Paisley in your fingertips. And so that's what we did. And we got a lot of work done on it. Uh, we would fly Ian out with it or sometimes uh, Lisa would go. Those are the two engineers that he got the most out of, of everybody right. there. And um, they would just meet him wherever he was and, and record. And just imagine the stories that you guys are getting right now that you're going to get August 22nd when you got Sinbad moderating with yeah. Candy, Candy Dolfer, Cora Coleman, Kat Dyson, yeah. Shelby J, Maite, Rhonda Smith, and you never know, there may be more surprises. But this is what it's all about is PRN alumni sharing their stories and experiences with you guys and continuing Prince's legacy. Yep. Especially Absolutely. with that event, she's always in my hair on August 22nd. That's it. Yep. You know. It's but. about that. And I think, you know, we do these events and they're they're amazing, but there's a mission. There's a mission for this uh, that we're doing. And um, we want to, you know, make sure not to forget that. Um, that, you know, these panels are great. They're um, entertainment. But by you paying for the ticket, you're really helping, you know, up for this one for chance specifically. And then the other things that we do and the, the candles yeah. and the shirts and everything that you buy um, really go to really cool, cool things. We just did a um, um, arts feed. Uh, we gave a bunch of um, 
it, it funded for kids with, uh, that were um, not able to have uh, art supplies and, and, and all that during this time at home, you know, not being at school. Um, and so that those are the type of things that we, we are we're here and we're passionate about and and um, and that's that's what it's all about. Definitely. And that will be August 22nd. That'll be ten dollars. Here's some more questions. We got Ruth up in here. What? Uh, Jackie's a beast. Davison. Uh, her question. What was the most pissed off experience with Master P? Ooh. Not that uh, I, I got one. What was I, the most pissed, pissed off, off experience? experience like when you get, when you were mad, like the mo most. I I know mine. Well, one of mine, but um, <laughs> I wasn't pissed off, but I was real frustrated when he had me. He said, "Hey, Jackie, come into the office." So I came in and sat down. He says, "Um, um, I'm changing my name back to Prince." And for four years, man, you had me calling up BET on Sunday with a crayon and complaining and calling me at two o'clock in the morning. I'm not the artist for me to know as Prince. I'm an unpronounceable symbol. Get that crayon right. And um, the crayon is the little, um, you know, uh, on video. And uh, they would do taff cap and they wouldn't put a symbol on there. Um, and uh, he would just, you know, that was so like, oh, I, it was it was hard. Uh, that part, not when I was just with him, we didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to say Prince or whatever. It was easy. But that was the hard part. And so when he said that all nonchalantly, like, oh, I'm just going to change my name back to Prince. I just was like, I'm going to jump over that. Death. <laughs> you know, in slow motion, you know, those movies. Like you, you, you jump, you jump over, you're thinking about what you're going to do. You're not really doing it, but you're back in the chair, but you really are, you would like to be wringing his neck over the, uh, uh, over the yeah. death. That was me. I was, I was, had those visions at that point. So, <laughs> yeah. So. That's funny. Yeah. It was That's crazy. Funny. And you, Dave? Yeah. Any experience? And I can't really think of a time I was mad. I can't really. Say I was mad. I, you know, I think I, I for the most part, I, I was ready for anything, pretty much. And uh, I, 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 I can't really say I was mad because mad wouldn't have been a good thing to be. It would just it wouldn't get you anywhere because you still got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You know, in my case. So well, I wasn't so mad. I, I was there I for definitely... what I signed up for. <laughs> but I was definitely frustrated. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah, a few times. <laughs> I think I think the thing that made me mad more than anything was was the uh, the other people that I had to deal with who were not him. So for me, mad was Jehovah's Witness and some of the some of the brethren that were around there. That was difficulty for me because I was not used to that level of uh, what I'll say is uh, agenda. I was not used to their agenda and how they pulled it off. I was not used to it. Made me very uncomfortable, and, and not for any other reason other than it had nothing to do with music, had nothing to do with studios, had nothing to do with anything that was positive that I needed to, pardon the expression, fuck with. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah, I just that that's probably the thing that that got me, um kind of kind of sensitive was when they use the religion to throw off the intention. 
mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. That's me, you know. I guess we may have to get Ruth's book definitely out just to hear about this uh, cranky episode that uh, Dave had that she says she remembers. I know. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> She's got the goods on you. Yeah. 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 There was a few cranky times, but. Hey, you know. Oh, man. And of course, someone was bringing up about BT. Yeah, you know, probably I mean, it's, go ahead. It's, it goes without saying. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, you're going to have that. You know, it's just. It's no, I just of, say it goes without saying that that's going to be like that. Yeah. yeah. Big time. For sure. And someone bringing up the BT probably didn't have the thing to put the symbol, but I know Prince, he was sending them the disc and everything back oh, then yeah, so they would yeah, have it. So, yeah, so no excuses. Yeah, that, oh yeah, they could have easily done that uh, for the crying there because we were doing uh, that. I was cutting all at that point. The technology was at a point where you could send a, you know, uh, a file and and they could you know do that. But um, but it's you know, it, you know, it is what it is, and they they do what they do. The and we will definitely, and we will be wrapping up. Just although it says we've only been on the air for an hour. Technically, me and Jackie were uh, doing a little private pre-show for an hour beforehand. So I don't want to keep them too long unless unless Dave wants to stay yeah. for a little bit longer because Dave was still trying to work as well. Um, I'll let him, him think about that. Audio, but visual and audio might not be. I was, I was the reason why everybody was late, y'all. I was the reason why everybody was late. I had technical difficulties. He had, he had friends in his ear like, let him wait. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no man i was i was really my daughter and i decided to get away and so we're here we're we're not at home and oh. so we just decided to get away and i just got to my room and, I, and then jackie called i was just laying down and jackie kind of said oh yeah i gotta do this thing today <laughs> so well to you, got, you had to do the so, thing because you're like oh it's yeah. today i was like yeah man in 10 minutes like oh okay <laughs> Yeah, yeah. My days all run together. My days all run together. Yeah. Join the club. And it's just like when you yeah. were working with them, all the days ran together. Oh, it's a blur. That's all I got to say. And Jackie, what was the hardest phone call that Prince What's ever it? had you make on his behalf? Like, all these questions yeah. could be for Ruth in the future, too. Yeah, I, I, no, this is like <laughs> totally when we get together, Ruth and I were just, it's like this parallel universe, just different time periods. And then she had, the one thing she had was more technology. I didn't have like Google <laughs> and all that, you know, to like, you know, no, you know, um, but, um, oh man, on, oh, I know, uh, one, um, to cancel uh, the MTV video shoot that uh, he had agreed to uh, and they were already at Paisley Park. What was this the Kurt Loader one, or is this something no, different? I, no, no, that that happened. Kurt, I was there. <laughs> yeah, Kurt, I was going to say, right? but oh, this was another one. It was so so. In in his defense, I and I got why he decided to um, uh, cancel it. Um, they changed the name of so it was supposed to be Ani DeFranco, him, and a few other really cool independent spirited, you know. Um, um, uh, people that they were doing a feature on. So he agreed to it. He loved Adi DeFranco and, you know, all that. So, um, and so last minute, they changed the name of the, this, um, to Under the Radar. 
Yeah, that was the name of the, the, the show. It was going to be called Under the Radar. And he saw it and was like, under the radar, you know. And so I, I remember having to, and he, and he actually, it was funny, he actually threw me under the bus um, because he said to the producer, because he was talking to the producer, he said that he never agreed to it. Uh, and, and so I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to be like, MTV is going to like, you know, look at me like I'm like, crazy right because uh -oh. there are i mean the, the video camera crew were at doolittles i'm not i swear they're there right and um uh so uh i had to call i called tom caldron he was the uh, uh head of uh of mtv and talked to him i remember i was in new york city and i'm flying home to uh, to get out to chinahasset it's like you know and prince is in like spain um, and, um, so, uh, I call Tom and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> he's not gonna, he's not doing it. <laughs> and so, and so I wanted to have a, like a career in the music business after like right. not working for him. So I was like, you know, but I'm letting you know, uh, that, you know, so I just kind of finagle my way around saying that I, it wasn't me, you know, like I, I would never have agreed to this without permission, right? Or agreement. And he goes, Tom Tom goes, uh, Jackie, don't worry. He's canceled a bunch of times on MTV. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he has. And Prince throwing someone else underneath the bus. Yeah. What? Oh. I know. Yeah. So yeah. That, was a, that was a tough call to make because I was so worried. Um, to have to talk to the president of MTV at the time right. and buy a com. So anyway, it worked out. So. And here's a question. Um, Ruth wants to know if you were uh, there for Muppets Live. I wasn't. I missed that. Um, Bonnie was, but I wasn't there for Muppets. I wish I had been. That would have been so wonderful. Oh, that was that was a great show. Yes, it was. And I was like hoping for something. I'm like, that's right. That's mm -hmm. a really good question. No. Yeah. Um, we want, like when we did the pre-show, a lot of people, let's see if my taste still here with Dave Bukanski, maybe they can respond to that. What was going on in Spain? If they can remember, but, um, it's just crazy. Yeah. Oh, I know. You. <laughs> so. Yes. Well, like people wanting, like, just like we had the pre-show with Ruth, they were, they want you to have the book. They want other things, but doing this. Yes. Hate when he did that. I'm sure Ruth's talking about throwing people underneath the bus. Yes. Yes. But yeah, oh. he canceled on MTV a lot with, yeah. with something for the gold experience and other things. It would just yeah. be crazy. Yeah, I was all worried. I was like, oh my God, my career, man. It's he's gonna kill my career here. And uh and then Tom was just like, Oh, don't worry, Jackie. <laughs> he, he's he's canceled a bunch already. We we know him. <laughs> so I said, okay. Oh, wait a minute. That's I it. had That's I had it. one yeah. other I had one other one. Um I had to um call uh he canceled on uh, uh letterman no not letterman it was um um conan no uh before, i know he did that one too yeah I'm sure, yeah one of those oh uh, who was that it was uh jay leno the mm. first time and I, 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 no it was jay jay leno and i had to, I, I had to call um francis pennington she she was the publicist at the time and say you know um, he's not going to do Jay. Um, and, uh, he canceled the night before, um, 
before he, he and so then we ended up doing Jay Leno and that was when all the fun started with him. And I, I have stories of uh, the first Jay Leno with him. It was like so many fun stories about how they um, were like such with everything was kid glove. So Jackie, Jay normally, you know, shakes the hand of the artist. Do you think Prince would be, you know, we're worried that he might not want to shake his hand and, you know, cause he's got this whole, and uh, anyway, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. I was like, no, he, he's probably gonna be all right. But if, if you're feeling uncomfortable, just have, you know, just say, Hey, at the end of it. And, uh, but yeah, so canceling uh, Jay the first time was tough too. And having to call the publicist at two o'clock in the morning. We got to have Jay's stories and maybe we can one day. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that was that was <laughs> a fun relationship. But I was there at the beginning of that relationship, so I saw how they were so worried about him because he had canceled on him just like a, a bit before, and mm -hmm. then um, finally uh, doing doing Jay, uh, and um, and then we were negotiating because he they wanted he wasn't Prince, but they didn't want he wanted. Uh, uh, MPG new new power it was new power soul I think we were going to be doing and uh, so we had to negotiate how to like bill do the billing of, of it uh, and so. you know today is the anniversary of Prince along with the MPG being on Leno for the first time what today what yeah you're lying no are you wow. kidding yeah, you so crazy. I haven't never talked about that either and it just was like so funny um but it was it was an amazing uh, uh time and um one thing he was the first artist and because of me thank you very much um uh i got it done but he wanted to do two songs uh and and they were giving me such pushback for like two months and i'm like what why would they want prince is saying yes he's gonna come on he wants to do two songs I fought with him for like two months. I didn't have any clue because I'm not a publicist. And um, finally they said, okay, we'll do two songs, but we're going to have to cut the second song, you know, because we're TV, blah, blah, blah. I said, cool. I went to him. He's like, cool. So that was all set. We get there. He does the two songs and everything. And um, uh, we get through the day, you know, uh, that evening. And then um, I go for lunch the next day with Francis Pennington. And she's the publicist and she says, Jackie, you're the talk of like of the publicity world right now. And I said, what do you mean? And she goes, no artist has ever been able to do two songs on Jay Lauer ever. Mm. No one. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. That's why it was so hard to get them to do it. <laughs> and it's because I didn't know. And I because I just pushed and I wasn't scared to ask for it. And I got it. Awesome, so, especially with two thousand. You know, it does help. It is Prince, but for so, sure. In right? two thousand one, he got a lot of crap or whoever was doing stuff for him because he performed on Leno two nights in a row, and other artists and labels were pissed that mm -hmm. he got two nights in a row on Leno. He was the first artist back in two thousand one. So of course, Clive Davis made sure two weeks later that Alicia Keys got two nights back to back on. Leno. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. Want to do that then mm -hmm. as well? Yeah. Yep. Trying to wrap it up with you guys. So this yep. may be the last question. Have either of you been in the vault? Yes. A lot of times. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys so much for coming on. And Jackie, we're going to be looking forward to promoting 
the chance event of she's yes. always in my hair again moderated by sinbad with alumni shares with kenny dolfer Corey, cora coleman cat dyson shelby j maite and Rhonda smith ten dollars august 22nd you know that that's kind of cheap man you're gonna get a lot of uh bang for your buck and entertainment for sure and, a, and for it. a good cause. It'll be good. Absolutely. For good cause, for chance. Yep. Dave, thank you so much for, for hey. joining us. Uh, we, we'll make sure to do a test with you the day before next time we have you on. <laughs> you know oh me, my God. man. Like so I funny, always guys. like to have my test ahead of time. Oh, my yeah. God. Or hopefully. So, <laughs> we were over. Uh, Jeremiah and I were just like dying laughing and cracking my my. I, I started laughing so hard I was crying. <laughs> we're like yeah. Yeah. Tech we bonded over tech some technical tech problems. The right. tech guy. Hey. What I'll try to do for you guys that were hanging around, if you want, I'll try to do like a short after show or whatnot. Just give me a little bit of a time. I sweated out my suit in the other <laughs> earlier. Hey. Thank you guys so much for Dave, for you being on, Jackie being on. Much love. And I'll, you know, do this stuff. Thank but you. Again, both of you. Thanks. All right. See you, Dave. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully we got all the questions that we could do it. Pay in August when it comes to it, I believe, when they have the link up. Um, I'm going to try to do a quick after show with you guys, even though we're supposed to start at 6 and we would have ended at 7. But uh, I appreciate you guys so much. And um, see you shortly for the after show. You guys can always donate. Um, I'll give the email because people always ask for it because we don't, even when we had the little link up, it wasn't doing it. I'll give you guys my little, although I don't get emails to this account, but if you're wanting the PayPal, there you go. But I'll be back shortly for a little bit of an after show if you guys want. Um, Thank you again so much for subscribing on YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. Maite, thank you for being in the room. Ruth, thank you for being in the room. People are constantly bugging me, and we're on the pre-show about the book. So got to get you on it. All right. Thank you, guys. See you shortly for the after show. Till then, much love. Keep it funky. Thank you. <laughs>